Hey, y'all, we hope you're enjoying today's show. Um, we just wanted to come by and let you know a little bit of the information of where you can find and follow us. Yeah, so if you click on the link in our Instagram bio, which you should be following us on Instagram at Hella Cheesement Podcast, it will take you to all the links to all of our platforms. The first one being uh, Patreon which is the visual content to our episode. And you can subscribe to this for $8 a month and you get to see all the tea and partake in our visual activities. Yes. And so, and just like Stephanie said, you can find everything in the bio on our Instagram page, as well as all of the other um, social media platforms we are on. Um, When you go to the Linktree platform, you can see our new uh, article with SD Voyager, links to Patreon, link to our TikTok, link to our YouTube channel, as well as all the different platforms you can listen to the podcast on. At the bottom of that link tree, you'll also see icons that are also clickable for you to find us on all of the platforms that we've mentioned. Again, Patreon is the only platform that we have a subscription plan to that's only $8 a month. And then everything else we provide for that we give for you all as far as content is free. Yeah, so go ahead and if you want to listen to us for free, it's at your Apple podcast, mm-hmm. Google podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch, the, you can listen to the entire episode on YouTube, but you'll only get a portion of the visual. Like I said, we can uh, subscribe on Patreon. Uh, so utilize all the platforms and keep up with us on Instagram. Yep. And let's get back to the show. Bye, Familia. What's my favorite word? Why they gotta say it like short? You know they can't play on my court. Can't hang with the big dog, stay on the porch. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Hey, pero no hay boda. Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias. Muchas novias. Hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra. Me la voy a llevar la toa pa' un VIP, un VIP, ey. Saluden a ti, ti. Oh, my gosh. We're here. We are here. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, you just seem kind of low. Yeah. I don't know why. Me neither. It seems really low. Oh, you know why? Because the... um. The volume is low for our headphones. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay, well, we're back. Welcome back to another episode of the Hella Cheese Made Podcast. My name is Dana. And I'm Stephanie. And we are y'all's host. Yeah, yeah. We are back. We are days into the new year. Yeah. Um, January is creeping up to an end. By the time this comes out, it'll be towards the end, right? Yeah, it should be, yeah, like a couple of days. Um, this episode, we are promoting the importance of drinking water. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> new year, new us. New year, new us. So, salud. Mm-hmm. My cup says we're part of the self-care club. Yes. Mine says that pairs well with online shopping. Great. So, that means you should have wine in your cup, but... You have water today. Yes. And I think water does sometimes pair well with online shopping because yes. sometimes you need to hydrate with how much you're spending. <laughs> that is true. I wonder how much fits in this cup. Like if almost like. Like, like the a, ounces? Yeah. 
It looks, it's a, if you guys are subscribed to our Patreon, you can see how big this cup is. Mm -hmm. And it seems as though like half a bottle of wine would fit in here. Oh, you think that's 70? I feel like it might, I feel like you might get the full bottle. Yeah. It seems like it's wide. It is wide. It's very dense. Um, well, welcome back, friend. How's things going? How was your weekend? What was going on? What was Papa Lockin'? My weekend was good. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I think Friday I was pretty chill. Um, I, what did I do Friday? Don't uh, you love when you don't remember your weekends? Yes. I love that so much for me. <laughs> and then, so I don't remember what I did Friday, but Saturday I, um, uh, I was at home <laughs> My mom and I got like uh, four bottles of wine. We got like three of champagne and then like a red wine. Mm -hmm. So we were drinking that almost drank the whole four bottles. <laughs> but uh, we were at home. So, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I didn't have my kids. So we did that. And then um, I did end up going out for a little bit. <laughs> and my body's not built for that anymore girl <laughs> and got home and then sunday i was just relaxing um yeah recovering getting life together to get ready to have my kids back and then for the work week nice that sounds like fun i had some good agua chile sunday it was Ooh. yeah it was fire you know agua chile is usually for the summertime yeah but it's the best cure for a hangover Oh, because all yeah. the spice and the mm -hmm. salt. Sweat it out. Sweat it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. Yes. How was your weekend? It was good. Um, I drove Friday night. Mm -hmm. um, and then Saturday, I drove in the afternoon during, like, you know, that brunch hour rush. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, and then I went to go see The Color Purple again with an old colleague from work um, who I had completely forgot was pregnant. Because uh, <laughs> we were catching up And she was like yeah I'm starting to show a little bit And I was like show what And mm -hmm. then I was like oh. <laughs> Sorry I forgot <laughs> um, Yeah so You know so I hung out with her We went to go see the color purple um, That was really good It's just as good as it was the first time The second time mm -hmm. uh, The theater was full of people Which I was surprised about but not really surprised about Because even when I went to go see it the day after Christmas, it wasn't a lot of people there. Mm. Um, so it's clear that people are just now starting to um, to get off of like the holiday uh, run around and mm -hmm. get out to the movies to see it, especially with all of the press and news that's been coming uh, with it. Yeah. So um, did that and came home and we were we had our nieces here. For her birthday, shout out to all the Capricorns. Yes. Um, and what is that night? We hung out. We ordered pizza. Oh, we were gonna go do a bonfire, but we said it meant it was freezing. Mm, yeah, it was been. It's been cold. Um, hence the shorts. <laughs> With the hoodie. With the hoodie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was freezing that night, and then so we decided to stay in the house. And we did. And we drank wine, me and my husband, not my nieces, um, <laughs> and ate pizza. And we watched a movie and went to bed. 
and Sunday was kind of the same regimen. We were supposed to go. Um, Paris was supposed to do her hair and all this mm-hmm. good stuff because it was her birthday. Um, but we hung out. We went to, um, she did get her hair done. And then we where, we went somewhere. Oh, we went to the aquarium store. Oh. I bought my husband a 55-gallon aquarium tank for <laughs> Christmas. Yes. And he finally started getting it all set up. So we went to the store, looked at fish, mm-hmm. and we got our starter fish. And then um, we got some decorum for the inside. And, yeah, and then we came home, hung out, and cooked. Um, actually, we didn't cook. I ordered food. And then we just hung out for the rest of the night and passed out. You know, I've been going to bed. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of just, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. You know, just tired. I feel that. Yeah. So I slept all day Sunday almost. Yeah. And then yesterday was Martin Luther King's birthday. Yes. So we hung out here at the house. I made a nice, lovely black ass meal. That's right. Had some collard greens with curly mustards with some turkey, smoked turkey pieces. Curly what? Curly mustards. What's that? Curly mustard greens. Oh. And so they're a little more on the curlier than like the straight, which is the collard greens. Okay. And I had some smoked turkey parts that I put in there. Okay. And I also made some black eyed peas with a ham (laughs) hock. I made uh, some cornbread and I made salmon because I didn't want no chicken. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yes. So I had myself a nice, fulfilled weekend. Um, I was off yesterday, and um, I my cousin was too, when she had my three nephews. So we took all our kids to the park, and they played baseball, and mm-hmm. we hung out. They made pizzas and stuff mm-hmm. like that as well. So we enjoyed, you know, the day off and hung out too. Yes. So that was cool. Yes. Um, okay. So, well, this today, we're kind of going to just get into some celebrity cheese mate today. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, we're, we used to call this segment the chili cheese mate segment, but this is going to be our main cheese mate topic of the day. We're about to get into some tea that's been going on in the, on the interwebs with the celebs. Yeah. Um, do you want to kick us off and then we'll just, do you want to start with the the weather news that we wanted to talk about? Yeah, so we were going to talk about um, the polar vortex. Mm-hmm. And it's been affecting um, a lot of like the Midwest mm-hmm. and um, some parts of Canada and mm-hmm. a lot of parts of the United States. Um, a lot of people are in uh, below zero temperatures. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them is like in Wisconsin, where, where I know I have family there, and it's like layered with snow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, one day, either this coming week or last week, it was a negative one high was their high. Wow. So. Um, Yesterday, Paris was saying Chicago was uh, 28 below. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been like snowing all over the place. I know like in New York, it was um, 
a high of 30 degrees and a low of 20 degrees and it was snowing there as well mm-hmm. um like i said wisconsin and then here it's been it's been cold mm-hmm. like obviously we don't get snow like that mm-hmm. but um it's definitely been like really cold well i know last year was uh they that's it w- they were dealing with the same thing because when we went to virginia it was like the day before christmas that's when it started mm-hmm. and they were getting high alerts for weather yeah and um it was 30 degrees in virginia it was freezing yeah and then when we went to iowa no, I'm sorry, North Carolina, right after that, it was just about the same thing. It was really, really cold. So I think they have to like buy extra like food and stuff mm-hmm. like that and prepare to because I don't think you can really go out like in weather like that, yeah, you know, and if conditions. you do, it has to be like you have to be extremely safe driving in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully everybody's staying safe and, you know, being cautious and has prepared. I mean, yeah, for the most part, um, they were showing on the news that people were in the stores, like, buying up all of the things, yeah. like, preparing to to be stuck in the house and to um, to not be able to leave, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Paris's grandmother was saying that they she has 30 feet of snow around her house right now. Holy shit. Yeah. That's not 30 crazy. feet? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty So, hard. they're, like, packed in. Packed in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't oh that wild? Could you gosh. imagine walking out to like a wall of snow? No. <laughs> imagine like you're looking out your window and all you see is snow. It's snow, yeah. I mean, uh, when I was um, when I was working for the last company that I worked for, one of the guys that uh, he lived in Canada. He was uh-huh. uh, that's where he was living, and he said, "All I see right now on my window is snow." He's like, "I can't see anything else." He's like, "It's literally surrounding my house." That's scary. That is scary. I think I'd get like claustrophobic. Yeah. Or like a, a bit of depression. Like, yeah. I can't see nothing else. Yeah. But snow and there's like a wall of it. Yeah. That's wild. Mm. We'll take care of yourselves if you're yes. going through this right now. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Hopefully you're well prepared. Self care. Mm-hmm. And be safe. You know, I mean, and have a glass of wine. Hopefully that'll calm your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're always advocating for that. All right. So the first on the celebrity list of the Cheese May is Halle Bailey and her partner, DDG. Um, they had their baby recently, their baby boy, Halo. And uh, breaking news today, actually, Halle Bailey released uh, her maternity shoot. Did you see any of those? Yeah. Stunning. It looks awesome. Sickening. I mean, literally Little Mermaid in the water. Beautiful, yeah. Um, I always love the uh, maternity. Did I say fraternity? I hope it's said maternity. Maternity shoes <laughs> where uh, the girlies are wearing super flowy mm-hmm. fabric, which I think for the most part, mostly that's yeah. what they do. Um, but I love that she did it in the water. Her hair was uh-huh. just flowing, and the the fabric was perfectly like just flowing in the water. Yes. It was gorgeous, just stunning. I like the iridescent one. 
Yes. She, that one she had like it was a like silver uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. Like pearly. Yes. Like glistened in the water. It looks so pretty. Yeah. So I love that for her and I love yes. that for them. Congratulations on your new baby. And she's she's the one that played Little Mermaid, right? Correct. So it was it was suiting for her to do that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also just feel like, you know, she she kept everything quiet and, mm-hmm. you know, waited until the baby was born to talk about the baby or, yeah. you know, post a little hand, give you a little, you know, some, some. a little something, something about what's going on. <laughs> so I love that for her. And I yeah. love the, the photo shoot. It was really good. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations to them. And Halo's a cute name. Halo is a that cute is name. That is cute. It I is like a that. cute name. I would have never thought about that uh-uh. for a name, but I do think it's cute. It's angelic. Mm-hmm. That's cute. What you got? So the one of the other things, um, speaking of maternity shoots, uh, I don't know if you saw Sexy Reds uh-huh. maternity shoot. No. Did you see it? It is cute. Um, her hair is is not really red. It's more of like, um, I, like I don't know if I would say like purplish or like a bur- like dark brown hair. Um. But she looked pretty. She had like her makeup like done done. She um, had like more like a natural hair um, and like a white shirt. And it was cute. Um, so but she still hasn't revealed who her baby daddy is. Do you think she's going to reveal it? No, she's been joking around saying it's Chief Keefe and she like photoshopped his face into the is pictures. This it? These are it? Yeah, but that's... Uh, yeah. Oh, it was, sorry. Yeah. So, they're cute. She looks pretty in hers. Um, yeah. I hate the internet. Um, okay. I see them. Oh, yes, and it's not like that bright red uh-huh. hair. Yeah. It's very... Do you remember when you would go to the mall and take those like pictures? Star shots. Yes, <laughs> and they'll put the num the the year numbers mm-hmm. next to you. It's very so much so that, but this is cute. Yeah. She looks she looks cute. Like it yes. looks like very just regular girl. Yeah. Me and my baby daddy. I wonder. So did mm-hmm. you see the um interview with her and uh Funny Marco? Yes, that one was hilarious. So what I loved about it was um, every time one of her baby daddies were called. Oh, yeah. They were, the calling, <laughs> they were calling from She's prison. Like, yeah. I thought that shit was hilarious. It was. I mean. And, and I, I think they were like both in the same prison or like yeah. in the same state or something. Yes, yes. And she's like, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. I'm a, I'm on a show. I'm recording. Yeah. I thought that shit was hilarious. I mean, you know. Yeah. Nigga shit. But. Um, so I'm like wondering if it's like a third baby daddy. Well, I mean, she was rolling with her rounds looking for her son needing a new pappy. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think I, what I like about Sexy Red is she's real clear and honest about, like, mm-hmm. yes, and. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, the, her pictures were cute. They are cute. Yeah. I do like her It's, hair. like, a different side of her. Yeah. I like that red hair over the bright-ass red hair that she was wearing. Yeah. I think it's just more like her TV personality that rocks, like, the bright red hair or whatever. 
I can see that. So it was like an actual, you know, more like natural, modest, modest red, yeah, pretty picture. Burgundy, mom red. Yes, <laughs> mom red. Love that. Yes. What do you have next for us? Um, next I have our little munchkins calling us. Oh. <laughs> Just because I opened the door. Sorry. Today we're we have um. We're watching our <laughs> little niece, our little third um, person of the show. My little bubble gum. Yes, open the door, Maya. <laughs> open, open the door. Open it. Oh, my gosh. Stay there. What's up? Okay. Let me see. Stay right there. Oh, I need to unlock the phone, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's urgent matter. When kids need to be entertained. Yes. No, go, don't come go over, over here. There. Stay right there. All right. Which one are you going to watch? Press play. <laughs> okay, thank you. Poppy, did you press play? Press play. <laughs> okay, close the door, Mama. I won't let you. Let me see. <laughs> Are you trying to find Poppy? Yeah. Which? The songs? They over there. Let me see. How do you spell Poppy? <laughs> P-O-P-P-Y. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this. This is cute. Okay. Go sit down. Okay. Close the door. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um... Anyway, so we're going to talk about the Emmys. So the Emmys, uh, the 75th annual Emmys just happened. Um, and the celebrities was out. Yes, they The were. celebrities was out. They stepped out. And, you know, I have to say um, that it's been a while since I felt like celebrities looked good and dressed mm -hmm. nice. Sometimes they have their ups. Sometimes they have their downs with the styling situations. But I can say that everyone, for the most part, looked good. Yeah. Like classy. Yes. Looked mm -hmm. very classy. Yeah. You know, they dug into the back of those closets and got those gowns out <laughs> and pulled out those tuxedos mm. and suits. And they did their thing. Yeah, they did. Um, So let's highlight some of the, you know, some of the good ones. So... Outstanding lead actress in comedy series, so Quinta Bronson, congratulations to her. And for it to be the 75th annual Emmys, she is the second black woman to win that award. Isn't that crazy? Really? <laughs> yes. Oh the my second God. black woman to win Outstanding Lead Actress in the Comedy Series. I wonder how old she is. Quinta? Mm -hmm. I believe Quin Quinta is same age group as us um but i just and it's funny because through the evening a lot of the awards that went out was um a lot of people making history mm -hmm. um hold on it's like i think seconds. i think too it's good that these award shows are being held more accountable Mm -hmm. And especially like on public platforms 34. that they're being held. Oh, she's young. and she's young to mm -hmm. win that. Mm -hmm. I think. I mean, so that's awesome. 
holding them accountable. Are they being held accountable? I mean, I think when you say, when you make sure to put like second black person or third black person, Mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of holding them accountable. But it seems like as of, because honestly, a lot of people of color won that night. Yeah. Um, more than I'm used to seeing. Right. And, you know, maybe we got, some of us are in the room, so they're having the conversation, like, why aren't Mm -hmm. we giving these people their flowers? Maybe. But for it to be the 75th. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's insane. Like, come on. I just meant held accountable, like, I guess, um, people are are speaking out more publicly about it and being like, this is wrong, or like, you know, they're not going, even yeah. if they're invited, like they won't go yep. sometimes to certain award shows mm-hmm. because that's a pattern where, yeah. you know, they're not winning or they're not being given awards they deserve because, you know, they're of color or whatever, yeah. you know, and they're tired of the excuses. So maybe they're seeing that, you know, people are being more vocal and stuff and they're like doing mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, let's see. Hopefully, it stays like this, you know, across all the award shows. Yep. Um, amongst Quinta Bronson, we also had Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Limited and Anthology Series or Movie, which get, went to Nishi Nash for her performance in Dahmer, she which did she really did a really good, good job. So, shout out to you, Nishi Nash. She also thanked herself. <laughs> Okay. In her speech, which <laughs> I thought was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, because honestly, like all of the teams around you and the people around you and your 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 spouses and supporters are amazing. Mm-hmm. But no one really does the work except the person that's doing mm-hmm. it. You know, they are the ones who have to actually like put their necks out there, be on the screen to do to do what it is that needs to be done. Um, and the team behind them, yes, helps, but it's actually the person that's doing it. So I thought that was dope. Um, She joined uh, Regina King, Esther Roll, I think Esther Roll, and Cicely Tyson um, with them for that, um, winning that award in that space for supporting actress in the limited series, um, which I thought was dope. Also RuPaul's uh, Drag Race won the Outstanding Outstanding Reality Competition Program. Um, they won an award. They also won another award, I believe, as well. That's awesome. I mean, RuPaul's been sweeping up these Emmys, though, for the last Has few he? years. Yeah. Um, so, and then Outstanding Talk Show host went to Trevor Noah, which he's made history be the mm-hmm. first black man to win that. Wow. Uh, also, Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy with Ayo Ed Edibri. Uh, she's the third black woman to win that for her role in The Bear mm. alongside Shirley Ralph and Jack Kay. Um, so, you know, shout out to all of the people that won and the ones that I mentioned. I thought all of these are really dope roles. Um, mm. I didn't get to watch. I watched part of The Bear, mm-hmm. but from what I saw, it's a really it was a really good show. What is it about? Uh, so uh, it's about a guy who runs a restaurant. He mm-hmm. It's two seasons, I believe now uh-huh. and i think they're coming out with a third he opens <clears throat> so he was working in a family restaurant i believe something happened mm-hmm. with that restaurant and then he opened his own and the second season is all about him opening his own restaurant um with some of the people that came from the family restaurant to the new one that he's opening 
And that's just about the gist of what I know. Mm, okay. Because I saw that they won a lot of awards. Yes, they did. Uh-huh. It was, it's a really good show. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. What is, is it on Netflix? Do you know? Uh, I think it's on Apple TV. Oh, okay. Um, also, um, he's one of the same guys who came from uh, Shameless. Did you ever watch Shameless? Oh, yeah. Um, the older man or? Was he? He was one of the brothers, I believe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he came from Shameless. I mean, he looks, he's built and got body and stuff now. Really? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up and watch it. You know, it's a good show. I mean, Shameless was a mess. Yeah, Shameless. I was into it for a while, but then I just it was like it, was it too got much. too much. So I'm I couldn't keep about, up anymore. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but white trash, like it at its finest. Redneck. <laughs> <laughs> like yikes um other celebrities that we got to see was like Taraji P. Henson looked fantastic mm-hmm. Laverne Cox looked fantastic Issa Rae and Louis Dame which is her husband um looked great together Shirley Ralph who I've mentioned she looked stunning um we got to see like a reunion of the Martin cast mm-hmm. So, and Tisha Campbell. Let's pause at Tisha Campbell. My girl, I don't think I ever really seen her look so good on the red carpet. On the red carpet, but the black dark hair Mm -hmm. with the all black gown and the gloves, she looked good. Mm -hmm. She did. She gave like that dark feminine energy. Yeah, she got her little. Yeah, she's in her villain era. I love that for her. Yeah. Um, and then we saw Tanisha Arnold, Carl Anthony Payne's the second, and of course, Martin Lawrence. Um, they looked good. I Uh love, so they all got together and they did like the Martin setup when they were presenting the war for lead actor in the comedy series, which I thought was sickening. Mm -hmm. Um, and they had their own like little segment and situation going on, which was dope. Um, and it was just cool. Mm -hmm. It was cool to see them all together. It was cool to see them in pictures together. Um, so, you know, I thought it was really nice to see them. Yeah, it, it was funny. And they were going back and forth about we're not winning an Emmy. We're yes. presenting an Emmy, right? Yeah. And it's funny to think about like at the times when uh, when Martin and um, Martin and Living Single and what else? It was Martin Living Single and one other show that was like out all during the same time. Um, how they didn't win Emmys. And, you yeah. know, even though they were leading, you know, in the leading, one of the leading shows on the networks, having so many episodes, uh, getting the numbers, honestly carrying a lot of these networks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, That's and then they like said, the right? Parkers. That they yeah. had 150 episodes or something? Yep, like that? 136, I think she said. Um, you know, like That's crazy. All of those shows, it's crazy to think about how they didn't really get the recognition that they deserved at the time that they were out 100%. when they should have gotten the recognition. I agree. Um, a couple of fellas that stood out were uh Donald Glover, which is better known as Childish Gambino, Anthony Anderson, and Tyler James Williams. Um, were really the highlighted black men for me. Oh, and uh, Louis, which was Issa's husband, looked uh-huh. really good. You know, Anthony Anderson looked good. He did. He did. He, he, <laughs> he, 
He dusted off that that suit he had. Yeah, he nice. did. He looked nice. And he also he's still clearly working out and doing uh-huh. what he got to do to keep his diabetes under control. Um, and he looks good. Yeah, he does. Um, I, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I saw too that um they brought out Christina Applegate, right? Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, that was cool to see. You know, she um, it looked like she, she, you know, she had a heartfelt moment when everyone stood up and gave her a standing, a standing ovation. ovation. I mean, there's always I feel like those underdogs that people don't consistently recognize, mm-hmm. and I can definitely see her, and she's definitely one of those. Yeah. Um, I feel like you know, there's always those actors and actresses that everybody wants to see a photo of. Everybody wants to see. But then there's the ones who you don't, who goes underhanded and you don't always yeah. notice. And she went through a lot of health issues and mm-hmm. stuff too. So it mm-hmm. was it was good to see her show face and she looked pretty. Yeah. And then lastly, Tracy Ellis Ross. I left her all white uh, situation she had on, mm-hmm. but she always looks great. I don't yeah. know who her stylist is, but they never seem to fail when it comes to her looks. Mm-hmm. She, she has like a timeless look. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Agreed. And that's pretty much it on the Emmys. Yeah. Um, do you want to take a break before we get into the next couple of few? Or um, yeah, you wanna, we can. You wanna get into this last one and then or you wanna get into one more um and then we'll take a break. Yeah, we can get into one more. Um one of the uh the other awards shows too that I saw was the critics uh choice awards. Mm-hmm. And they were serving um, pizza in a bag. Did you see that? No. So and then they went to um, there's a clip where they were at the table with um, the color purple um, stars cast at the table. And Fantasia's like, where's the lamb? (laughs) Stop. (laughs) And then Oprah, um, they were asked her. She wanted pizza. She said, no. She's like, I don't want to mess up my lipstick. (laughs) Yes, they were literally serving pizza in a bag. They were going around handing them pizza. I'm looking this up right now. Yeah. Where, first and foremost, if I'm in my good gown and you're serving me pizza Mm -hmm. from the lunch lady in the back room, yeah, I'm going home. (laughs) <laughs> that's so that's a mess yeah like i mean i don't know for the most part i've never been to an award show or anything like that pertaining to like you know actors or actresses but i know the award ceremonies i've been to have all been <laughs> full-on dinners yeah and they not serving pizza yeah so where did the Wait, what does the bag say, though? I don't know, but... Were they trying to promote, like, a... I don't know what they were trying to do, but... um, That's the pizza. I'm not eating that. (laughs) I'm wondering, were they trying to promote a business? Like, a specific place? I don't know exactly what the goal was, but... uh, it was definitely different, you know. Um, there's a the video. 
I could turn it up. I was like, wait, I know with a room full of freaking millionaires and a billionaire, you guys are serving pizza in a bag. That's crazy. I thought that was interesting. You mean to tell me no one could donate any money to have like an actual dinner? <laughs> a catering service? A catering service. I, I mean, mean, Oprah herself probably could have catered the right, whole event. Right, right. I'm just, I'm so confused and taken aback by that. I just figured it's like you said, like if I'm in a gown and there's a room full of such famous, rich people, I'm like, you should be serving like a steak or like, you know, like. At least some rice and chicken and gravy. That's standard. With a vegetable. Yeah, with vegetables. Ah. I can't. But the funny, the the funniest part of the whole video was Taraji just grabbing the pizza like, "Bitch, I'm hungry." That she's like, "I'm over this shit." Taraji's over the bullshit, so she was just like, "Let me get this damn pizza." And I feel like, and it doesn't make it any better that she's there promoting that movie, and she's continuously having to sit at the table with Oprah, who clearly they have issues, right? right now um and fantasia never i don't know i i don't know what it is with i can only assume that all of it has to do around everything that happened with filming the color purple and all the press that's been happening Mm -hmm. but mm. fantasia seems though like she's been a good support system for taraji and all Mm -hmm. the clips that i've seen Mm -hmm. which is nice and I I love Fantasia. I've mm-hmm. always loved her music, and mm-hmm. she just genuinely, she's like been through a lot. So, you, and you can just tell she's more like a pure heart. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like you said, I'm pretty sure it has to do with like everything Traji's spoken about in regards to like pay and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. You can just tell like the body language and how yep. they're always on opposite, opposite ends sides. Yep. And they don't really engage. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it sucks. It does because you know the color purple, the the adaptation adaptation of the color purple that's out now is really good, mm-hmm. and it sucks that you know you can't because of whatever re- these reasons are, um, their relationship is is a non-existent because mm-hmm. of it. But everybody doesn't get don't get along. Um, which is sad, but yeah, it also is the reality in Hollywood, especially black Hollywood. Um, it, it doesn't always, it isn't always cookies and cream. Right. Sometimes um, it's pizza in a bag. Stephanie. Just saying, you know, I mean, gotta get in where you fit in. She ate that. She did <laughs> eat that. The pizza, sometimes it's pizza in the bag. 
um okay well we will um take a break yes um we'll come back and we'll talk about the last two topics we have and then we'll wrap up the show see you soon bye hey y'all we hope you're enjoying today's show um we just wanted to come by and let you know a little bit of the information of where you can find and follow us yeah so If you click on the link in our Instagram bio, which you should be following us on Instagram at Hella Cheesement Podcast, it will take you to all the links to all of our platforms. The first one being uh, Patreon, which is the visual content to our episode. And you can subscribe to this for $8 a month and you get to see all the tea and partake in our visual activities. Yes. And so and just like Stephanie said, you can find everything in the bio on our Instagram page, as well as all of the other um, social media platforms we are on. Um, When you go to the Linktree platform, you can see our new uh, article with SD Voyager, links to Patreon, link to our TikTok, link to our YouTube channel, as well as all the different platforms you can listen to the podcast on. At the bottom of that link tree, you'll also see icons that are also clickable for you to find us on all of the platforms that we've mentioned. Again, Patreon is the only platform that we have a subscription plan to. That's only $8 a month. And then everything else we provide for that we give for you all as far as content is free. Yeah. So go ahead and if you want to listen to us for free, it's at your Apple podcast, mm-hmm. Google podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch, the, you can listen to the entire episode on YouTube, but you'll only get a portion of the visual. Like I said, we can uh, subscribe on Patreon. Uh, so utilize all the platforms and keep up with us on Instagram. Yep. And let's get back to the show. Bye, Familia. Well, we hope you enjoyed the break. Yes. And we hope you got some more water. <laughs> some- or, or cocktail. Yeah. Whatever you desire, your heart desires. Um, all right. So. <sighs> we are now going to talk about um, our resident food critic on the social interwebs, Keith Lee. I'm tired already, and I really am, like, just. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is it because it's, like, going to be about, like, your hometown, or, like, what? Well, no. It's mostly for me. I'm just, like, we'll get into it. Okay. So, Keith Lee posted on his TikTok that he was going to go and do a food tour. Uh, he was on his food tour going to go to the Bay Area. Uh, this is, I'm assuming, I'm. From what I understand of Keith Lee, he goes to different states, areas to go and uh, seek out restaurants or food vendors uh, to help them, you know, get their business off the ground, which is dope. Um, He's been to Atlanta. He's even done his hometown. He's been to New York. York. I think he went did Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, He's been to a bunch of different places and he's, you know, talked about these uh, Mm -hmm. places. So, um, on Keith Lee's family and food tour, he stopped in the Bay Area as of recently. Um, and again, if you don't know about Keith Lee, Keith Lee has, uh, 
1.7 million followers on Instagram, 15.6 million on TikTok. So whenever he posts up about a restaurant or a business um, that he has eaten at, he definitely helps them get uh, the traffic that they're looking for or the audience that they're looking to get. Sometimes, too, I know that he tips them, like, very well. Very well, like, yes. If he has a good experience and stuff like that, like, I know he'll, I've seen where he, like, tips $2,000 or something like that when it's, yeah. like, a struggling right. family. They're usually, like, smaller um, owned businesses as well, right? Like, family? Family-owned businesses, for the most part, yes. Um, he also, whenever he's going out there and he lets it be known, he tells people to send him send him requests for the places they think he should go and see. Mm -hmm. For example, like when he went to Atlanta, they told him to go to, he went to, um, uh, what is candy? Uh, old lady gang. Mm -hmm. Um, it was another, it was a couple of other places that he went to, which are super, which, which were super popular that he went to, um, that a lot of people in Atlanta uh, uh, go to that he didn't have the best experience mm -hmm. at. Um, but from what I saw, for the most part, he does choose um, mostly like smaller or um, or popular places uh, mm -hmm. to it's help local. them local places to help, you know, them bring in traffic. Yeah. So he went to the Bay um, and, you know, if you've ever been to the Bay or grow grew up in the Bay or opened a business there for the for the most part the bay area is very supportive they are always supporting local artists they are always supporting businesses especially if it's a restaurant if the food is good they gonna go mm. period if uh if there is someone because for the for anybody in the bay area that goes to a restaurant and they find a place that's good somebody gonna tell somebody and they gonna go and find out uh, Oakland specifically has a first Friday event for the, which I'm pretty sure they still do, um, where they can, where they invite local, uh, food vendors, uh, where people and where the, um, first Friday is happening. Those restaurants are always open and busy during that time. So, you know, there's a lot of things that already happen in Oakland when it comes to promoting restaurants and businesses mm -hmm. across the board. Mm -hmm. Um. So Keith Lee went. Mm -hmm. Um. He went and he visited. Uh. The ones that he showed, he visited were Double Decker, which is a burger and wings place, which is located in San Francisco. Chef Greens, which uh, he is in Oakland. Mama T's is in Oakland as well. Mm -hmm. Uh. Chef Greens is a street vendor. He does crispy tacos, like you know where they put the cheese on the outside, uh -huh. put the taco on top, yada yada yada. With and he does steak and shrimp and chicken, um, and he also seems to do like a bidia sauce mm -hmm. on the side. Um, Mama T's is fried fish. She also has chicken sandwiches and French fries, um, but mostly for the most part, really famous for her fish sandwich, mm -hmm. the chicken sandwich, and her fried fish and um, everything else they serve there. I've been to Mama T's. Mama T's is good. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite? Um, actually, so when I went, they were really new, uh -huh. and it was during a first Friday, and uh, I just had the fried catfish with the seasoned fries, uh -huh. and um, it was good. It was fire. Yeah. Um, 
I went there. I was actually on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the guy that I was seeing was has stayed upstairs in these lofts. Um, yeah, we went down to Mama T's and we got food. And it was during a First Friday event. And because um, it was still fairly new at the time. Mm. Um. But the Bay, but Oakland has, I mean, there used to be, there's Sins. I don't know if Sins is still there. There, and because I know they opened a spot in Antioch. Mm. There is, there was Emma's, which was good. Uh-huh. All of these fried fish spots, I feel like the Bay Area is never disappointed with the mm. fried fish or chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he visited these spots. Um, and for the most part, we'll start with uh, Double Deckers, where is where he posts the video speaking to it about um, he got a burger, he got a Double Decker burger, he got wings, and he got French fries. He didn't really give them that high ratings. Um, he talked about, you know, when he got there, um, they only opened at 4 o'clock, closed at a certain time, and he waited for his food. I think he said he waited about 30 minutes or so um, for the food. He said the wings um, just for the most part tasted like they fried the wings. They didn't put and they they just tossed it in sauce. Mm. He said the French fries tasted like frozen French fries. Yeah. And the burger that it wasn't too seasoned. It wasn't too seasoned. It was also one that he said he didn't like because of the uh, sauce. It was like an onion sauce that was on there. Mm. Um... I've never been to Double Deckers. I can only assume. I don't know when it was opened. Um, And honestly, I'd never heard of it up until he mentioned it. Mm. Uh, Chef Greens was a street vendor. I already mentioned the tacos. That was the one he got the highest rating. Um, And he works outside under a tarp, um, which if you've ever been to the Bay, there are taco trucks. There are street vendors. You even will find um, a little uh, a little man at a little cart making hot dogs with bacon and vegetables. <laughs> like none of that is surprising. Yeah. That's pretty typical. I think it's like similar to San Diego. We don't have so many people underlying canopies and stuff, but mm-hmm. we definitely have a good food truck, right? Or like a hot dog vendor. Well, and for for the thing, the facts about opening a restaurant in general uh-huh. are that it's expensive as fuck. Yes, black people are the lowest, the, are the lowest on the total poem to get a loan to even be able to open a restaurant. Mm. And not only that, when shit like this happens, we are always the ones to get the brunt of what's happening. Yeah. On the flip side of that, when you're just talking about Oakland and the Bay in general, before I moved, there was there was always a kerfuffle about restaurants opening, um, biz- especially in places like downtown Oakland mm-hmm. or in the up-and-coming districts um, because of all the gentrification. Uh, you have to do a whole bunch of shit to even get approved mm. to open a business, especially if you're planning to sell liquor in these neighborhoods. And then again, like I said, if you're a black person trying to open a business in these areas, it's even more of a of a shit show for yeah. you to even be able to do that. So then after all of that, you have a ton of homeless people who are sometimes outside your business. 
and then or the um, the crazy amount of crime that happens in the streets. Uh, your biz if there's a fucking protest, they're throwing bottles and shit through your windows. Uh, if you know somebody gets a wild hair up their ass, decide they want to come up in your shit and shoot your shit up. You know, like it's all all of this is parts of the reasons why businesses in the Bay and in Oakland don't last. Mm. They're all barriers. It's so all barriers. barriers. And then you said homelessness, right? Homelessness. If oh. there are, I mean, if you've been, there's a number of encampments. Yeah. And, and oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, no. I was going to say he mentioned that as well, right? Like in the video, he's like that he didn't want to show all right. the tents for privacy purposes. He's like, but there were like lines of he's He said that he there are he there were videos he did not want to post because of the experience that he had while he was there. He said he did not experience any violence. It was mostly just every time he was going to go visit a restaurant, he would have to stand and wait for hours. These he said he, there were lines and then he said not only that, some of these businesses are only opening from 4 to 6. They not open on Mondays. They're only open from Wednesdays. He said Wednesday, Thursdays and then the weekends, which Facts. <laughs> Those are all facts. He also mentioned that um, everybody in the Bay Area are is working just to survive. Mm-hmm. Facts. I mean, the reality of it is, is that right now the Bay Area and is period is going through a whole shit of change. They've have closed down. Uh, multi-million dollar mall that was making millions of dollars for the city of San Francisco. They have they have encampments from Oakland across the Bay Area because these people are, have been moved out of their homes because due to gentrification and due through due to the inflation of fucking rent. Mm. Some of these people don't want to live in homeless um spots because th- either their shit's going to get stolen or they're going to get raped. Or if they have kids, kids are getting molested. Like, there is so much shit going on to where the uh, their only option that they feel they have is to live on a street in a tent. Or to make their own a community. Mm-hmm. Or they're out there, like, exposed to drug use. That- and their kids are seeing the drug use on the streets. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we went for that event, we were like adamant about like not leaving the car and Mm -hmm. just like making sure we were like quick and Mm -hmm. like and that's crazy because san francisco like for me that i'm not from there going there um at a younger age like as a teenager it was like expensive and Mm -hmm. like bougie and like good food and it was like yeah there was so much to do and like you know it was the, the architecture, city. like yes, like it. The what it is now is definitely not what it was, mm-hmm. and you know I say everything to say is because every after he said everything he everything he experienced, how he felt, it was so many people that came back like, oh, he should have had someone source the restaurants he went to. He should have had 
a celebrity go guide him from the bay to the places he was going to go. He should have, um, what was that? One of the other things, uh, he should have, you know, made sure that the places he was going to didn't serve this or did serve that. Oh, cause he had an allergic reaction. Cause he had an allergic reaction. Mm. None of that goes into the facts of the situation, (laughs) which is that, Yes, right now the Bay Area is not the best place to go, but that is most cities right now because of all the homeless, you know, and inflation. inflation. I'm like, yes, the people are there right now just trying to survive because most of them have businesses to run and most of them have families to take care of. Mm You telling him that he should have all of this so that you can hear a better review about the city you're from? How about you go out there and you help fix some of these fucking problems? How about that? Because if you, the facts are, if that people were more willing to help, then some of this shit would be changed already. (sighs) And if these people had more resources, more resources, accessibility. accessibility and things that they can go and, you know, we're, it wouldn't be such a problem, then this wouldn't be the issue. Right. I think, too, a point that he has made uh, multiple times is that he's like, I go and experience this as a family man, Mm -hmm. like as a normal human, you know, so I feel like if he were to do all these things, like not everybody has access to a celebrity tour guide or Mm -hmm. like, you know, connections to like food critics in every city, Mm -hmm. like, so it's like if you want to say you're like going to a city with your kids and or, you know, with your family, whatever, mm-hmm. like you want to know what the authentic experience is going to be as a, 100%. you know, average income person. 100%. Um, so I think that's what he's always made clear. That's why he sends the wife in usually yep. as well or somebody to get else. the food yeah. or whoever. Yeah. Um, to see what the authentic experience is like. 100%. So I feel like doing all that is like, well, that's what other like maybe, you know, famous food, mm-hmm. you know, reviewers do that like to be, you know, engaging with the food people and like giving them money or, you know, being seen on camera doing certain things. But he's more like humble and like, yeah, low key. Not there. There has not been one place or one restaurant that I felt like or I'm sorry one video that I've seen of him that I felt like he was being inauthentic or dishonest or not really truly trying to make sure that if he's going to recommend a place regular people can go there yeah I truly feel like that's what he wants to do and he's not arrogant about it he's not arrogant anything like that no just you know and he didn't have to not show videos of all the tents and everything else like he could have easily done that but he you know saved face for the city like as well well he also didn't want nobody to be bullied which which i love that i love that he was like i'm not gonna post these videos Mm -hmm. because i know it makes it easy for y'all to go and find out Mm -hmm. who it is where it is and then you go bully the business right because another fact yeah (laughs) <laughs> or the people in the tents or whoever, right. you know, and it's right. like, it's not even about that. Um, 
So let's pull over and talk about when he went to see Chef Green. So he mentioned that he had a uh, allergic reaction and that um, the place that he went to, they served a bunch of different uh, meats and, you know, including seafood. I am going to just say, if you are an establishment or a street vendor that serves seafood and people have shellfish allergies, you should invest in a separate in a separate grill, in a separate fryer, in making sure that your oil is always cleaned or fresh to make sure that anybody with allergies does not have experiences of an allergic reaction when eating at your establishment, period. I agree. I don't care if it is peanuts, Avocados, mangoes, list of Dana, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> bananas. Those are all the things I'm allergic to. <laughs> the list goes on. People. No, the list goes no. on. But no, for real, like you yeah. as an establishment, it is your responsibility to make yes. sure that the people that are coming to your business is going to have a good experience across the board. Yes. That goes for customer service. That goes for whatever is going to be on your menu. Make sure you've tasted. Make sure you've done everything that you needed to do to make sure that whatever is going to, whatever experience someone is going to have is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to like swell up. I mean, and risk their lives eating that's at wild. your restaurant because some people do swell do. up immediately. They and do. If they don't have their EpiPen, they do. That's dangerous. Um, he swelled up, right? Yeah. He said he had to go to the hospital. Immediately after he ate the food, he uh, started to have an allergic reaction. That sucks. Um, yeah. So, next. Customer service. I'm so fucking tired of hearing about <laughs> motherfuckers in customer service. It is beyond me. And I'm not even just now talking about the Bay Area. I'm talking about in general. In general. I don't know what happened from the time I worked in retail to after where you motherfuckers feel like you have to have an attitude every time somebody is coming to visit an establishment. Like, do we need I feel like maybe y'all need to do test runs before you, before <laughs> before you get these people that you hire on the sales yes. floors or at the front desk with these people. Mm-hmm. I should not have to go to a five star restaurant just to get customers good customer service. Yeah, I should have good customer service everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. I agree. With or that. am I asking too? No, much? it's starting. It is. It is. I don't know what. I don't know what it is, but it is changing and people's communication skills are completely different than what they used to be. Um, Certain expectations are way different than what they used to be. Um, It's like, and it's like, if I'm paying for something, why are you acting bothered that I'm asking for something I'm paying for? Because this this shit sure is not free. It's fucking expensive right now. Everything's expensive right now. So 
I'm sorry. Are you bothered that I want something that I, want I something paid for? That you about to tell me is 25 cents if I want an additional ranch? If I want another barbecue? Like, are you kidding me? I don't get it. I don't either. And me paying this company to get what I'm asking for is keeping your job. Right? Like, that's the whole, that's the way the system works. So. <laughs> it's crazy. Ultimately, from Keith Lee's video, he had the, he had a great experience. He had, a, he gave Chef Green's a nine out of 10. He gave Mama T's. It seemed like about an eight and a half out of ten, I think it said. Mm-hmm. And he had the best, um, the best experience at luxurious cu- cuisines. Mm-hmm. He said was his best, was the best okay. experience that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do I think he should have vetted restaurants? It seems like he did. He did mm-hmm. vet restaurants, and he did go and do try to do. Um, the best research that he could to go to as many different areas of the Bay area that he wanted to go to. And it seems like he picked one restaurant in each location and, or one or two restaurants in each location and tried to pick all different types of food, Mm -hmm. which makes sense to me. Right. right? When I'm traveling with my husband or friends or family or whatever, and I'm going to go to a restaurant, I'm fully looking at, all the reviews. I'm looking at every picture of the food. I'm looking at all that shit mm-hmm. because I want to see and make sure that I'm either going to have a good experience or the food is going to be remotely good or it's not going to be good. Um, him. Like, oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Like you said too, like when you go and you travel, like, you know, with your, your partner or your family and stuff, like you're not going to want to eat the no. same thing in like every single spot. So it wouldn't be fair either mm-hmm. to like, you know, eat this like fried fish or tacos or whatever, like in all the cities. Like, no, you want different things, yes. different days because you're going to get tired of it. Because you're going to get tired of it. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, and the Bay Area has so much different food. It's not mm-hmm. like there is the same type of food around every fucking block. There is so much there. So, you know, when you when people say like, oh, you should have had someone pick restaurants. There's so many restaurants. How the even some of the people that he posted that said gave him recommendations all had different restaurants that they recommended. Mm -hmm. So and then when you also say he should have found a celebrity to take him around to do what? (laughs) Yeah. What do you think the celebrity was going to do differently or see differently than he did when it was just him and his crew that was there? Mm-hmm. And, you know, again. And that would defeat the purpose of it. That like, would, it, Like it, I said, because he could get down and go and, you know, get the mm-hmm. food and stuff. But that's the point of it is he doesn't want to do that because he wants to give the authentic experience. So we know what we're getting into as people, as viewers, mm-hmm. you know, and people watching his platforms and reviews. So one of the ones that mm. I found, um, well, one of the ones that he posted that he, uh, of the person giving them a, a list of recommendations, has the following. Uh, it's All Good Bakery, which is really good bakery. It is. We go to It's All Good all the time. 
Um, Cholita Linda, which is a Mexican food restaurant, real good. They have great tofu tacos. Uh, Bake So Betty, I've never been to Bake So Betty. Mama T's, we've already said I've been there. Uh, Tacos Guadalajara, I don't know if I've been there because the only Guadalajara I've been to is in San Leandro. Uh, Rock and Crawfish, which, I mean, when he's talking about lines, Rock and Crawfish be packed. Really? So I don't know if he would have had a good experience with Rock and Crawfish either. Um, and then not to mention when you go up in there, they kind of be the same way of like, you need to know what you want so that I can get you in and get you out. It's a mm-hmm. room full of fucking people. Like, yeah. uh, hidden spot, never been there. The star pizza. I've been there. That place is good too. The Porter, I've been there, and that place is good, too. Um, Clove and Hoof, never been there. Uh, King One, never been there. And uh, Southern Comfort, I'm pretty sure she meant Southern Comfort Kitchen, Um, never been there either. Mm -hmm. But, you know, from this list, like, honestly, if if it was me and I was like, if Keith Lee said... Dana, take me around to the best restaurants in Oakland. Bet. We was damn sure going to go to Cholita Linda's. Uh-huh. They don't need a lot of, uh, you know, folks because they get the business. Yeah. Which is something that he mentioned was that yeah. I don't feel like the Bay Area was a part of the demographic that we were trying to, uh, that we were trying to help when it comes to business because the people that goes to these restaurants, if they like it, they're always going to go. Mm. Those are facts. Yeah. Um, same as Rock and Crawfish, same as Mama T's, same as the Portal, same as the Star Pizza, like all of, and then same as Is All Good Bakery. None of these people are, as far as I know, are hurting for customers or clients because they get the traffic. So, you know, I say all that to say, I feel like what Keith Lee said was in, was, was, do i'm actually happy that he was just like you know i feel like um people just trying to survive out here because that's true too and you know to all of that i would say if you feel so offended about what he said then maybe you should get your ass up and go out there and help a little bit but with all the shit that's going on in the streets Hmm. that's all Like he said, he's going to be reading for fuck this year. I'm just, (laughs) you know, I just, I'm tired of like, it gets annoying when, you know, people, people take to social media and they say, you know, I'm sick about what uh, such and such said because I feel like, baby. What you going to do about it? What you going to do about it then? Let's go make some changes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like. I wasn't sick about it, mm-hmm. which is why I can, I'm sitting here and being like, well, go help. Yeah. Because the, those, the, what he said were hard facts and I'm not, and I'm not trashing my city. Yeah. I'm not trashing where I'm from. This is, that's the truth. You're just being real. About I'm being real about what it is. Right now. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, it's not roses and, and gummy bears right uh-uh. now for nowhere. Honestly. Yeah. So. What y'all gonna do about it? Yeah, that's sad. It's sad, but a lot of a lot of cities are are going through it. Absolutely, right it's the Even fucking San struggle. Diego. Bus. San Diego too is. It's pretty. 
The number of businesses that just did not survive just COVID alone. Yeah. And, and the homelessness is wild right now. And the reality of it is, the reason why the hours are the way they are at some of these restaurants is because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Because they couldn't afford to continue to pay fees when they wasn't fucking working to make money. Yeah. And they have to get nine to five jobs to hey. that they work the all the other hours mm-hmm. to cover the expenses and you know their actual rent and everything else mm-hmm. that they have to pay so <sighs> inflation is that. wild right now i mean it's something it's groceries are <laughs> fun like a hundred dollars at the grocery store. I didn't get shit. I spent seventy. I'm I like, spent eighty dollars the other day on groceries, and all I bought was buttermilk, um, uh, turkey parts, a ham hock, and two pieces of salmon, which were fifteen dollars each. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's expensive right now. It's too much. So. You know. Anyway, do you have the last topic? Yeah, the um, it was YG? just like a simple topic. It was just um, it was funny. It came out on um one of the social media platforms that YG and and Sweetie also announced that they had they split, split and then right away YG was on Kalani's comment section. I hope Kalani don't. I hope she doesn't. I'm like, no, please She wrote go. a whole song about him. Like, don't do it, sis. Well, and, I mean, <sighs> Kalani, she likes the girls, doesn't she? I think she likes She's both. bisexual. Yeah. And actually, Kalani goes by they, I believe. Really? I think that's her, her pronouns are they, them. Let me. I don't know, let's but. Let's clarify. Um, she, he just is toxic, and he cheated, and. She's too good for all that. And she seems like she w- did the work to get into a better headspace. So, you know. Oh, I thought it was on their profile. Anyway, I'm pretty sure. I don't sure. know what Sweetie was doing with him either. Sweetie is so smart. Like, she. Smartness ain't got nothing to do with it. If you like you like straight niggas, you like straight niggas. That's fine. Woo. Facts. Did I mean to say that? I mean, first of all, I'm not going to sit here and lie and pretend like I didn't have a crush on YG because I do. <laughs> um, but, you know, Col- I, I mean, Sweetie has not had uh, the best track record re- track record with me. Yeah, she, right. they. She goes by she, they. Oh. Um, has not had the best track record with men in right. general anyway. That's true. Um, and I'm not surprised. Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know. I just want to clarify, on your Instagram story, was that Emily Chapa's? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to reply, but then I was like, I would just ask him. Yeah. It was. I was listening to Slept Me Out yesterday. Not Slept Me Out. He's on that Slept Me Out song with uh, Sexy Red. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck has been going on, but my husband is listening to a lot of Sexy Red, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) 
Is he going in his sexy red era? I fucking don't know, but I definitely was like, why do you know the words to this song? (laughs) And I don't. I don't know if I'm jealous or if I'm just more like, what's happening? What's happening here? (laughs) Um, But like all weekend, he was listening to sexy red. Was he? Yes. But I do like I that Slap Me Out song with NLA. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That one, I don't listen to too much Sexy Red. I mean, I don't, she be saying all kind of shit. She just be saying shit. Huh? I mean, but that video that I posted, he was looking real good. <laughs> and his white beater. I mean, and shirtless his and his white beater. He pulled his pants down, was showing his bulge and stuff. <laughs> I was like, And it's funny because I text, um, he says a line in there and he goes, what do you say? Oh, that's inappropriate. It's fine. I won't say it. Okay. But listen to the song Slut Me Out featuring NLE and Sexy Red. Let us know what you think. <laughs> um, all right, friend. Well, I guess we should close out the show. Yeah. Let's we'll... dive into our spiritual segment. Yeah, let's get spiritual because this is about to get real ratchet. Real quick. Jesus. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break and refill your water cups and we'll be back. Yay. Bye. We're back. Um, and we are going to get into the spiritual segment. We, we pulled some cords and um we ready to get this started. Do you wanna yes. go first? Yeah, so Dana pulled a tarot card and I pulled an affirmation card. So every episode we pull one of each. Um, the affirmation card I selected says, I release what no longer serves my happiness, health, and peace of mind. And the description says, my love, allow what is not in alignment with you to flow out of your life. Mm. Him may be a karmic lover that brings delicious fantasies. An unhealthy habit that brings instant gratification or something familiar that makes you feel comfortable to a fault. Releasing isn't easy, but you must set this precedent if you want to try to to thrive. Sorry. Analyze how you feel after engaging with a person, place or thing. If it makes you feel less than brings you anxiety or puts you in a position of lack, it doesn't belong. It's time to release. And the journal prompt says, what in my life is not in alignment? In other words, what doesn't feel right? (laughs) Amaya, open the door. (laughs) Did you, you didn't lock it, did you? No. God, this child. It's okay. (laughs) Turn the knob. Amaya, stay there, stay there. Okay. <laughs> she found trolls. <laughs> okay. We can sneak that out. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Well, I'll go through to him uh, when I edit. 
Um, so that was the affirmation card. I feel like, uh, you know, release is is a place I can relate to, you know, releasing things, you know, starting the new year and yeah, ma- no. making space for, for new things. Well, I think that plays into um, our tarot card, which is the crown of swords. Uh, the crown of swords is who the crown of swords is she who through experiences values the values what she has lived through and uses it for strategy so it's mainly the card of thoughts and i know it also says like it's the card of rebirth um it says she is a wise woman who knows how to observe situations with the right amount of distance in order to see things as a whole and find a solution. Strategy and the ability to rationalize to find original and unusual solutions are qualities of this figure. So, I mean, for me, I feel like it's like the card of essentially, you know, just thinking through everything in all aspects, right? Like, you know how to continue to move forward, using your real life experience to move along uh, whatever it is that you're trying to do um, is what this card is about. Yeah, I think um, same. And then like, you know, using experiences as learning lessons Mm -hmm. for moving forward. Yes. I think that's important. Like she said, and just seeing things from a distance sometimes. Mm. Um, and just like observing and you know learning and stuff like that yes definitely learning lessons <laughs> same <laughs> um all right well that would wrap up our show for today um make sure you are following us on all of our platforms so that's yes. instagram tiktok and threads also, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can see some of our content and you can listen to our content. Yes, and make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Yes. Share. Share. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. All of that. Put it in your mouth. Who knows? <laughs> um, also, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon because that is where you will get a brunt of our content. That is where everything is. Um, we also have a virtual live event that we'll be doing on Patreon. We'll let you know the dates soon. Yeah. And for those of you that are in San Diego, we have a in-person mixer that is coming up. So we hope to see y'all soon. And we will let you know as soon as possible about the ticket sales and where we will be and how you can be in the space. ASAP Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that would be it for today. We love you guys and yes. thank you for being patient with us today. So with our mm-hmm. resident third member of the Hella Cheese podcast, <laughs> Amaya Papaya, um, in the, in the flesh. And we'll see you guys again next week.